You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast, your destination for in-depth discussion and analysis of the Premier League, the Champions League and the Europa League as well. I'm Robbie Musto, he's Robbie Earl. Here are today's topics. We'll discuss the fallout from the international break and how it will affect the upcoming Premier League weekend fixtures, what Cristiano Ronaldo's return to Old Trafford this weekend might be like, and we'll preview some of the key matches this weekend. That's what we've got coming up in today's episode. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Okay, Rob, let's start with this fallout from the international break stuff and, mm. and COVID kind of uh, rules from different federations and different countries to the governments. Um, there's a lot going on. So I just kind of mm. summarize it here. I've just got a little report here. It says um, reports from, from reports are that federations from Brazil, Mexico, Paraguay, and Chile will look to enforce a FIFA rule that would prevent players from those countries from playing for their Premier League clubs because they were not allowed to play for their national teams when caught up this past international break. Yeah, and it's an important statement, Rob, because when you think of the quality of players we're talking about, for mm. Liverpool, we're talking about Alisson, Fabinho, uh, Roberto Firmino, for Man City, we're talking about Edison and Gabriel Jesus, Thiago Silva from Chelsea, Fred from Manchester United, Rafinha from Leeds, Raul Jimenez from Wolves, Miguel Almiron from Newcastle, and Francis Seralta from... Mm. Watford and several players will miss out this weekend as well because they will not have quarantined after playing these games for their countries. So we've got Lo Celso, Romero, Davidson Sanchez for Spurs, Martinez, Emilio Martinez and Emi Buendia for Aston Villa. It's just, we're at a stage, Rob, where it, it's becoming difficult 
if you're going to go and play international football and then come back into the Premier League, it looks like you're going to miss a week. Yeah, uh, 10 days. Uh, 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 10 days of action, which could be two games, which at this stage of the season could, could be six points. It could be a big yeah. difference in, in the way that the season goes. I mean, this can't continue, Rob, can it? I mean, it, it's almost an untenable situation. And I'm just thinking as a player, well, you know, I remember pulling on the national shirt and then having great pride in, in doing that. But I think it, it was, it's going to start to question whether it's worth going away. Well, listen, of, of taping this podcast, Rob, th- these mm. are the rules that are right now. Now, we know that there's negotiations going on with certainly the UK government to say, can there be some way that they don't have to quarantine for 10 days when they yeah. return from these red, amber countries or whatever it is? Mm-hmm. There's yeah, specifics yeah. on that. Um, there's also talk about FIFA. This FIFA five-day rule that um, that these four countries are going to invoke to say, listen, they didn't they didn't release the players that we asked for. We want to make sure they they can't play in their countries for five days. Five days is less than ten day quarantine. The, the teams in the future say, you know what, We're, they're not going because and we'll suck yeah. up the five day because it's only going to be probably one match week. Or some of them it might not be. Champions League football mm-hmm. coming in, Rob as well midweek um it's a real mess and i think the worry is that we've got another international break in october another one in november rob it's going to be the same situation there's a ton i mean it's a lot of players that that could miss a lot of football but aren't we talking there's two situations to this isn't it it's the players who don't go because the countries are on the red list and 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 then then they they evoke this fifa rule but yes really those uh, federations don't have to. I mean, I think um, mm. most sellers are a good example of he didn't go to play for Egypt because they were on the red list country and Egypt haven't evoked this rule. So most Salah is now being allowed to play for Liverpool. But obviously, the likes of Brazil, Mexico, Paraguay and Chile uh, are not going that route. Now, that just seems like they're not working with the clubs. They're kind of forcing their hand and, and, and almost like flexing their muscles when... I'm not sure to whose benefit. Uh, and to follow on from... Yeah, go on. I was just going to say, just before say... you finish, bad relationships between federations and Premier League clubs, there's only going to be one winner. Yeah, well, the football clubs, if it, mm. if it goes down to that. what To follow on from your point, Rob, Yeah, Richarlison, Richarlison who again, didn't, didn't go to international uh, yeah. duty for yeah, Brazil. Brazil... Yeah. Brazil are not insisting that he gets the five-day FIFA ban, if you like, for, for playing for his club, um, mm. basically because he's been a good egg and he, and they let him go, they let Everton go uh, for him to go in the Olympic Games for Brazil with Charleston, did a great yeah, job there. Gold Cup and it, yeah, yeah, he did all this stuff. So the Brazil were like, no, not with Charleston. Everton, you're okay. We like him and you. <laughs> you can play. But other so now, stuff, it's pick and choose. I mean, he almost pick and doesn't choose. feel it is. right. Like, be consistent then, either do it across the board or not. Yeah. I mean... So it's a FIFA thing as well, Rob, isn't it? It's a yeah, FIFA, FIFA, of course, got it, listen, yeah. it's there, obviously it's there, Rob, to protect clubs from saying, mm. um, you know, so Mo Salah, for example, you know, you, you've been brilliant for us. We don't want yeah. you to go there because I need you for the next couple of games. It, there's got yeah. to be some kind of consequence for that, I suppose. But, you know, this just seems... And I know it's unprecedented times and I know this virus is going on and on and on and on. Yeah. I just... I'll tell you one thing our producer talked about, producer Jorge, we had a little mm. chat beforehand, Rob, and he's saying, it's a, suggestion, it's a great suggestion, but it's going to be too late to do anything. He's basically saying is, given what we're seeing now, 
isn't there an argument that for October, November, and March, forget about yeah, the, the FIFA, yeah. forget about those international breaks, more Premier League games in, maybe some midweek games, so that the Premier League season and the European seasons, domestic seasons, can end mm. May, like yeah, April, May, May mm. and then say, okay, international players, go off your t- teams and go and get all your, your your qualifying done for the World Cup because that's what it is right mm. now. All these teams are trying to find the dates. There's hardly any dates. We know that. Mm. You know, it's, it's the, the international break, Rob, teams, there's three qualifying games going on and that amount of a 10-day window, whatever it is. It's just so much football. Again, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, in um, principle, it's a good idea. Um, how easy it's going to be to do. There's got to be good... At the moment, my worry is that the communication between the clubs through the federations and through FIFA is not strong enough, Rob. It's not helpful. Um, and at the moment, everybody's just looking out for their own gain. And that, that's not, that, that's not going to solve the yeah. problem, solve the issue. Um, at the moment, the players get stuck in, in the middle. I remember many moons ago, and uh, I hate popping back, but I remember when I was playing for Jamaica, there were times when I had a relationship with the Jamaican FA and, and the coach well, I wasn't flying out to all the games, Rob. The amount of games, of qualifying games. We'd already mm. sat down and said, I was a Premier League player in, on a different um, fixture schedule. And we picked the games when I would go because I, be, I couldn't afford to be missing for 10 days, two weeks of a season. That could be three or four games. It might be the difference for us, whether we're above mm. a line or below a line or mid-table mm. or, or pushing at the top. And mm. It was only that communication, it was only those relationships that allowed me to, to further it and go on and have the, the, the Jamaican career that I had. And I just feel for some of these star players now, they've, they've got to be in a position where they can talk with the clubs, with the federation and work out the best uh, solution for, for all parties involved. Just just going back to this weekend, Rob, and who might be most affected. Mm. It looks like, I mean, Liverpool are away at Ellen Road, they're playing Leeds. Yeah, uh, which is a not an easy game. They could be without Allison, their mm. goalkeeper, of course, Fabinho midfielder, Roberto Firmino, mm. who I think has an injury as well. That's three players that that that, that might knock them out. You look at the ones yeah. that that did go and happened to quarantine. Uh, you mentioned them: Davison Sanchez, Christian Romero, and Giovanni Lo Celso. I mean, other teams. You know, it's Thiago Silva from Chelsea. It's Fred from Man United. Others can probably handle it okay, yeah. but who knows what the next set of fixtures going to be on the back of the next break in October and, and November. It's, it's, uh, it's a, it's Man, a bit... Man, is, City, Man City is an interesting, Rob, because obviously Edison is part of that in, in Gabriel Jesus. But from Man yeah. City's point of view, you've got Edison. Uh, the number two is um, Jack... Zach Stefan. Yeah. Who, who's out already. So we may be going to, to our, our, our good friends, Cot Carson, <laughs> who I think... And his pipe and slippers up and, and was just getting ready to settle in the garden for retirement. I mean, yeah. we saw him, didn't we, against Newcastle, I think, after they won the title last year. I think yeah, 40, it was 40, years of age. It wasn't great. It was a bit creaky. You needed a bit of WD-40 <laughs> on the joints to, to get down and handle the ball. I mean, it could be that Manchester City go into the game this weekend, Rob, having yeah. uh, against Leicester, you know, it's a decent Leicester team that's motivated with, with yeah. Scott Carson in goal. I mean, that just yeah. doesn't... I feel right, fair. And it's just as fans of the league, Rob, like to mm. finalise it for me, it's like, yeah. we're so excited for this league. We're so excited mm. for the teams at the top and how they've really, like, isn't it such a blimmin' annoyance? It's a frustration that, you know, we ain't going to see, like through quarantine, like I've just gone, yeah. we're, just, we're both working this weekend, Rob, and we're going through yeah. our, you know, all this, all the preparation notes and all the injury reports and everything else. 
there's so many teams have got like, well, quarantining, COVID issues or mm. FIFA ban. I mean, it's, God, it's so frustrating. We all yeah. want to see the best teams. We've just in a, we're just in a transfer window. Again, players are moving around. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, you just want, I just can't wait to see the teams playing their best version of themselves, given the new signings. But these international breaks, and I know they're necessary, and we love international football. It's just like, come on, like, it's just it's just difficult to see at the moment. Now, I just don't know going forward on what FIFA are going to do, whether we have the same situation in October, November, um, because the virus isn't going to change, you know, predominantly in the next kind of few weeks. So, yeah, it's just no, something it's we, we thought we'd mention. Yeah, it's interesting. And, and the other thing, Robert, in, in sort of closing for me, just that there was a, there was a time, there was a, a period, maybe let's say three, four, five years ago, where I think the general public had done with international football. It was almost a bit like club football became more important in the international games and the old break. People dropped their interest in football and and that's been rejuvenated again. I think the pandemic helped, great Euros helped, some great football competitions over the summer, the start of the Premier League. Everybody's back loving football and I think international football has to be careful that it doesn't get soiled again and have that effect where people are not supporting it in the, in the manner that they are now. Because it'd be a shame that national football has its place and, and we've seen at its very best is, is, is a fantastic spectacle. But with some of the things that are going on, I think it's going to leave a bad taste in people's mouths. And, but not if um, Arsene Wenger gets his way, Robbie Earl. I was just going to mention that, my friend. <laughs> the great Arsene. I, I don't even know where my Arsene pyjamas are. I think they're, they're in retirement with Scott Carson. But yeah, the great Arsene Wenger's come right with a, a um, suggestion of every two years biannual World Cup. I mean... First, my initial reaction, don't mind it. What? Don't mind it. Come on. Every two years? Every two years? World, World Cup? Cup. No. I, I, don't, we love it, don't we? We love, love it. World Cup. And we love it being special and we love it every four years. That makes it's it a long time you, to wait. You, you have it and then you, you 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 sit on your crown and everybody else has a chance to come out. We get our Euros in between, so that's our little kind of Yeah, we still you still get those in between. Everyone. You still get the Confederations Cups in between. I mean World Cup, I just I just well, I just well, how do we get a Euros in between uh, You do like the off the off, like season, one the year, off years one year. Yeah. One year. Yes, every, World yes. Cup Euros, World Cup Euros. <laughs> Bring it on. Bring it on. No, must be. Come on. Even the great, even the great awesome Wenger, I think, it, it, it's been in, on the sherry for that one. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> right. I'm quite sure how you got to that one. Right. Let's move it on, my friend. Biggest story yes. of this weekend. Hit it. What is it? Big, biggest story of many weekends is yeah. CR7 in number seven, back in the red of Manchester United, at Old Trafford, full house against Newcastle United. I mean... Doesn't get much bigger than that. One of the all-time greats returning to the Premier League. And there's been a lot of hype and there's been a lot of um, marketing and there's been a lot of headlines. But quite rightly so, mate, when he's that good, when he's that big, when he makes that influence, when he makes that carries that much attention that he, he affects uh, share price and stock values and, and the shirt sales, we're talking about a special individual, a special player. And we quite rightly should be lauding that he's back in the Premier League for the next couple of years. Some some people, Rob, would argue that he's the best player that's ever played the game. You know, mm. if you're if you're one of those that thinks right now between Messi and Ronaldo and those that, that, that there's a significant amount prefer Ronaldo, mm. 
you know, it's th- that's what we're talking here. One of the best players that's ever played the games coming back to the Premier League in, in a, a squad that's getting been get been get been getting better the last two or three years under the yeah. new of a uh, Oligon The recruitment's been really good. Um, I want to attack this in two ways, Rob, if mm-hmm. you don't mind. I think, first of all, how good is he going to be? And then mm-hmm. the second part of it is how does he fit into the team? How does the team look and kind of, you know, with him in it and, and what yeah. it does to other players? So, first of all, just on his impact, Rob, in terms of, yeah. you know, how good is he going to be at Manchester United, given he's 36 years of age? He's a different player now that left, of course, a wide player that, that, that was incredible in different ways. Now he's an out-and-out goal scorer. Yeah. Give me, yeah. give me your sense of how successful, how um, good he's going to be come the end of the season. I, th- I think my headline of, of, of announcing how good he's going to be, what influence will he be, the effect he has, is for me, Rob, there's absolutely no downside. I know people, and it's common nature, maybe the world we live in, that everybody will start writing good things. And then yeah. st- there'll be a, a, a number of people who will write, well, he's 36 years of age. Well, he might affect the dressing room. Oh, will he be, you know, will Pogba have a, have a problem yeah. and all that stuff? Don't get it. Don't believe it. Don't think. First of all, I want to talk about his age, 36 years of age. I don't know if you saw the, the two goals he scored for Portugal, makes him now the top uh, international goal scorer. Um, pulled off his shirt, Robbie Musto. That's not a body of a, of a normal 36-year-old <laughs> man. I mean, this, this guy's a freak. He's an absolute freak of nature. He's probably got the, the, the numbers and the stats and, the, and, the, and the, the, the body fat and all the things of a 26-year-old. So he's not your normal 36-year-old. In terms of what, what he can do, and he scored more goals than Romelu Lukaku in the league last season. More yeah. goals. Yeah. So his output isn't, isn't going to get any worse. What's he going to add to Manchester United? We've been saying for what, a, a while, there's probably two spots Manchester United need to fill uh, well, three spots if you think of uh, uh, the, cent- the centre-back that they've got. Jaden Sancho, a wide player. A centre-forward. And then probably to add all the things, maybe a defensive midfield player. They've got all three of those but one. Maybe the defensive midfield player. Yep. So he, he, he starts to, to bring you the... Everyone's going, Lukaku's the final piece, the missing piece for Chelsea. Ronaldo can be the missing piece for, for Manchester United. And he brings, Rob, a mentality... Some people are saying, ooh, could it have an effect on some of the young players? Could hold Greenwood mm. back? I don't mm. get it. I see Cristiano Ronaldo, who's come in and lauded to Alex Ferguson, talked about mm. what this club means to him, was mm. going to put his arm around Mason Greenwood and go, you, my friend, are going to be the best English striker in the league. I'm going to work with you. I'm going to show you. You're going to watch me. You're going to follow me. I'm going to teach you how to become a top professional and centre-forward. I just, Rob, don't see any negatives that can come out of this from, Man- from, from Manchester United and all the point of view. Probably the, the biggest one, if I had to say, will be, is this manager good enough to handle what is now in front of him? And that's the question that we've been asking for the last 18 months with the manager. Hmm. I think just, just okay, so on the first part for me, and of course, I, I agree with a lot of that. I, I really strongly agree with the mentality, Rob. And it, it's almost like it doesn't matter what he's won before as a, as a team player, as an individual. His insatiable drive to win is, is extraordinary. And, you know, everybody's got their opinions about Messi and Ronaldo. I mean, there's, been, there's no other player on the planet that's as, that's as driven 
and mm. as motivated to win as him. And you add into that some of the stuff he said about Sir Alex Ferguson. I've read even more this last couple of weeks about when he signed for the club and, and what uh, Sir Alex Ferguson did for him. I mean, there's a really, really strong, respectful link between those two, which will drive it on even more. The excitement that the fans will get, Robbie Earl, and we know a ton of Man United fans, that they're they're like they're like flipping excited beyond belief at the moment. It's a little bit sickening. I gotta be honest. I'm a little bit mm-hmm. sickened. Like it's, it's so they're so like just they're smiling all the time. The feel good factor around Old Trafford is going to go through the roof. Um, in terms of his performances, Robin is his numbers. <clears throat> uh, I have got a a a a slight doubt that the Premier League's level defensively shape-wise uh, mindset of a lot of teams might make it a little harder than people. Listen, I'm not saying he's not going to score. T- I, I, <laughs> I can see your face. Um, I'm, 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 I'm not saying, I'm really not close. saying, I know, I know, I know, but because his numbers are, are ridiculous. I just, I just, I have a little doubt he'll get, he'll score quite as many as everybody thinks. And it might be a little bit tougher than most expect for him to get the big number of goals. He's got, what's he got now, Rob? He's got 35 games. Um, three yeah. games have already gone. Yeah. 35 games. He's not, Man- he's not going to play in all of them, Rob. He's going to play, what, like 30 Premier League? Maybe. If it's 30-ish. Fit. I mean, one in, two is, one in two is 15 goals. Um, three kicks. Three kicks, penalties. Yeah, it'd be on penalties, wouldn't he? I just imagine it'd be on all I would, stuff, I would have thought it'd be on penalties in, in three kicks. I, I, listen, um, it's going to... I just... I'm my just, my I only question say, with that, my only little... question with that, Robin, and, and I hear your point, and, and it's a valid point, but I would, I would... I would... I'll go back 12 months to Patrick Bamford. He's been a championship player. Oh, he's not good enough for the Premier League. Comes in the league and scores 17 goals last season. 70. Ollie Watkins, you know, championship player. This guy's been at another level to them. And I know you're talking about the Premier League and the speed and the better defending. This guy scored goals in Italy. This guy scored like 60-odd goals in, in Spain. Yes, I know Spain has different levels and maybe they're not at the same. Mm. This guy's, as it's, it's not, he's not like a championship kid who we're thinking, mm, what's he? he's playing the Premier League. He knows it. He, he scores international goals for fun. I, I, I just listen. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying he's going to get 30 goals in the Premier League, but if he plays enough games and given the opportunities, he will be 15 to 20 goals for Manchester United. I'm just trying to think of an over/under number, Rob. Like the, the I, I, I think 18 goals over or under Premier League goals. Uh, you've got to give me games. I, I've got to know the games. I've, I've got to get over. I don't care. It's not. It's not. I know, uh, I know. I, I, I'm hitting you right now. I'm hitting you right now, and and I'm thinking under. Under eighteen. Yeah. If you, I mean, he's going to play thirty. I mean, I, I'm saying with 30, eighteen with 30, with thirty games playing for Manchester United. You think he'll get more than eight? I mean, penalties and free kicks. I think he get he can get twenty goals. Twenty. Yeah. All right. We'll see. All right, next, next yeah. part of it, Rob, is where he fits into the team. Because I'm fascinated, mm. and everybody's fascinated about how yeah. he's going to fit in. Where's yeah. he going to play? Where's everybody yeah. else going to play? So, I mean, um, he's going to play in his favourite position, Rob. First of yeah, all, he's going to play centre forward. Yeah. He's going to play centre forward. Yeah. yeah, he's going to play centre forward. Correct. What, what does that mean to everybody else, though, Rob? Where's everybody else play? Mason Greenwood, that we have, I mean, particularly me, I've loved what yeah. he's done so far and yeah. what he can potentially do. How much, yeah. first of all, on Greenwood, how much could it 
um, inhibit his development? Um, I don't think as much as people think, because I think this kid's talent will speak for itself. I think Mason Greenwood might get pushed wider on a number of occasions, which still can 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 learn his his, his trade might actually be um take away a bit of physicality from him that, that people can get tight to him and stop him playing when he's central um there'll be games when he will play when Ronaldo maybe starts on the bench there'll be games whether it's Champions League certainly cup games that he'll still get his numbers I still think Mason Greenwood will play a healthy number of games I think more of interest and and I think Jaden Sancho once he gets up to speed, we'll play in one wide position. I think Greenwood will play in one position. And I think in more in threat, Rob, for me, might be Marcus Rashford. Yeah. Marcus Rashford may not be may not be a shoe in when he's fit to start in Manchester United best eleven. Well, that's that's what's interesting. So if we're gonna say Ronaldo as a number nine, and this is the yeah. best team if you had to, you know, mm. on the so we're thinking wide right. With Mason yeah. Greenwood's left foot coming in, that's probably going to be his position for a little while. Yeah, Greenwood yeah. at wide right. Mm-hmm. So wide left, which has been, by the way, it's been um, Rashford, it's been Martial, yeah. it's been uh, Jaden Sancho, and it's been Paul Pogba, Pogba. right? Mm. Which we'll get to. Who's going to play the left side? Jaden Sancho when Jaden Sancho starts. Right, paying okay. 100, 100 million, yep. uh, you know. Okay, so Sancho left. Bruno Fernandes yeah. is number ten. And Mason Greenwood is, is the right side of play. Mason uh, Greenwood stroke Marcus Rashford. I think that's going to be a bit of how form is okay. on that one. So, Paul Pogba, you are now yeah. committing to a central midfield position. Yeah. In in, in their best team. So, yeah. you, you trust him to play alongside either Fred or McTominay to win this Premier League title Week in, week out. Do you trust him to do that? Um, I think he plays there for France or has played there for yeah, France. Yeah, yeah. It, it, manager's not been, he hasn't been played there a lot, Rob. Not going to solve no, it's not trusting that, him but, much. But, we, but the signing of Ronaldo changes it all dynamics, Rob, and, and quite rightly so. There are times when I believe Manchester United can go more of a 4-3-3. High from one side, Sancho, um, possibly left. High, Greenwood and, and, and Rashford one side. Cristiano Ronaldo. I think when Manchester United have good possession against 12 to 14 of the Premier League teams, they could have one holding with Pogba and Bruno Fernandes as a three. He hasn't played a three, Rob, has he? I'm not saying he has, but but he hasn't had Ronaldo. He's not had Ronaldo. So I'm saying things might have to change. He might have to look at, at that, Rob. Managers can't just be stuck, wedded to a system based and, and, and the new players come in and you don't adapt to those. Thomas Tuchel's shown us that, that he, he's adapted. Brendan Rodgers shows us that he's adapted. Pep's had to adapt. Ollie's going to have to adapt. Two, midfield, two holding midfield players, when you're playing Southampton, when you've had to sometimes play Fred and McTominay or, or McTominay and Pogba, I scratch my head. Why, why are we doing that? He's doing, it for the found- he's doing it. Yeah. yeah, he's doing it for the foundation that that gives Correct. and the Correct. protection of counter-attacking, which they have been a, a little bit vulnerable. Um, but if, it, if we keep the ball better, Rob, if we're better in the attacking third, if, if our safety positions... Paul Pogba can still play a hybrid 8 and 10. He, he can be between the two. It, it's doable. It's just that people are questioning, can he do it? Does he want to do it? 
I'll go back to my old chestnut, Robbie Earl. Artists and soldiers, the team that we've just described, right? Yeah. Is that balance too, too attack, too flair, too attacker-minded, not enough defensive kind of uh, stability? When you look at a Chelsea, it's, it's, it's Jorginho and Kante. There's always two players there. Mm. And I've got three, three at the back. Is there too but, many but players you, you, that will go You say on? that, Rob. Uh, it's a good point. You say that. And then I'm, I'm not saying against the top four or maybe six teams, I might, I might throw a Leicester in there, I think, Dean. I might throw a Spurs in there at this time. Probably not Arsenal. Where I think, OK, can't quite go as attacking, but I've got to go more of a two. It's interesting you say Chelsea because I think that's a really interesting one. Is Jorginho a better defensive midfield player than Paul Pogba? He'll fill more holes and he'll be more diligent about his defensive responsibilities. No, it, it but I can get your be. point. I get it your can point. Be. I get your it point. Can be. Yeah. yeah, but I'm saying Paul Pogba motivated, understanding what role and wanting to do it, is a way better defensive midfield player. He's got way better tools than Jorginho and can burst from that position, your your Toure style, and drive the game. No, I'm I would, saying... Uh, We've seen I would glimpses argue. of it. We've seen glimpses of it with Pogba. Right. So the last game against Wolves, the, the last Man United game against Wolves, Wolves had a lot of good chances there, Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I know that Paul Pogba played in the middle of the park. Hmm. I get your point about certain teams he might play with two holding players. Yeah. I understand that, but I'm not. I, I think they're vulnerable against other teams as well. I think there's enough teams that will pack it in and counterattack Man United if they haven't got the balance right. And I'm not saying that I always want. I, I just worry that poor Pogba, you know, got away with it against Wolves and they end up winning the game. Fair enough. Like the, all teams don't play great and get the three points. Mm. Well done. I just think over a period of time, that position, and, I, and I'll look at it, I watch it like a hawk as, as if he continues to play there because they've got so many attacking players in other areas that Pogba to be influential is going to be better in the middle. I just worry, Rob, that they're going to get caught out in ways that, that viewers don't really see it. They don't really see the spaces that he leaves when a player has got a little well, bit more. You're making Paul Pogba the, the issue. This is a team issue. This is a, a, a balanced team issue, Rob. It's not just Paul Pogba. It's not just Paul Pogba. Because I, I think I, that, I, that, I, that, that, that demeans that. The, the, yeah, the, okay. All right. So, uh, if it, so is there going to be tons of defensive support by Jaden Sancho then? Or Mason Greenwood, Rob, okay. if it's more of a team defensive situation? I'm just talking about the balance here. I'm talking about no, the balance. I, I hear you, but, but, but so let's, let's talk of Liverpool, because we can only make comparisons. When Liverpool are at their best, they have a Fabinho, maybe as a holding. Yep. Jordan Henderson, who can do it, but is not, that's not his, his main game, but can do it. And then he has one next to him, a Kate. Well, it, it was a. It, it was, was a. a they have tremendous like, defensive support in there. I mean, they're tremendous, like, defensive. That Liverpool midfield was, but, but they're not. They're not necessary. Yeah, it's not necessary. Those players weren't bought necessarily. Like, call they're great defensive. They done off, break the game up. They learned to do it in the team because it was an important part of the team, and they could condense you in your half of the pitch with that pressure and intensity. It wasn't so much physicality. Well, it was. It was energy physicality. It wasn't tackles and and and, and it, you know, it was protecting that ball. back four like, like it was protecting Correct. that back four like you but, like. That's a mindset. By the way, Bruno Fernandes doesn't get a free ride on this. Hey, when Bruno, when we have the ball, Bruno Fernandes has to do a better job of being the first point of defence. Paul Pogba, yes, has to do a better job. And the one that we decide, if it's Fred, if it's McTominay, if it's Matic, which needs the upgrade, has to do a better job. But I think it, it, it becomes 
more of a group and team thing and less of an individual. I don't Why think of Paul pl- Pogba. I don't think of Paul Pogba is just it becomes a way better defensive midfield player. I don't think that gives Manchester United the title. I don't think that's the problem solved. I think it's. I think. I think it'd be a, a huge addition, Rob, if Pogba somehow became a beast defensively, as well as a beast as he is with his football and his, and his assisting passes and that where he looks a million bucks in his assists. If he could he, add that, he, he'd be a magnificent player. He, yeah, but he has to be a beast. So he, he could be the Jordan Henderson, let, let's say, for Liverpool, who's improved on his defensive side. He wasn't that player when he first went in. Based on, you know, the other person, the Fred is not good enough. The McTominay... You see moments is I like him. Could I like grow into somewhere. one. Could grow mm. into one. The the Matic, unfortunately, athletically can't get around the game strong enough. If they had Declan Rice in that middle of the block oh. sitting there, if they had Calvin yeah. Phillips sitting there, you would get enough from Paul Pogba with that one to be right. defensively strong enough. But because you've got a weakness there, you you you're almost gonna have to you're saying, I've got to limit now Pogba or not play Pogba. Well, he, I'll ask a question. Why has Paul Pogba played very few games in that position up to now? Because it's not his strength. It's not right. his strength. That's what but I'm saying. Can, That's what I'm saying. Get, but he can get better, Rob. He can get okay. better. Well, he wasn't he... Jordan Henderson's. I think he yeah, can. He's, 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 a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a talent. He's, a, he's one of those players who could play anywhere, Pogba, if his head was on it. Really. He could play wide and in effect a game. He could play central in effect a game. He could play false nine in effect a game. Yeah, listen, it's something that we differ a little bit and it's yeah. going to be fascinating to see it going forward, mate. I, I, listen, of what Popper's just been playing recently and the mindset that he's in right now, top class, brilliant. I'm just saying if given these new players and Ronaldo and how that affects everybody else and Sancho, if he's going to play in the middle of, middle of midfield with another one to win this Premier League title, he's got to show real uh, qualities going forward, but also real qualities defensively. Plugging gaps, making uh, challenges, you know, uh, then, then... Let me just ask you in finishing, Rob, because I think it's a yeah. big question. Would you play him then? Would you play him? And would you play him in those roles? I mean, I, this I, is I, a question, isn't it? We, we, I want to win yeah. the title. I've got Ronaldo yeah. now. I've got my setup there. I've got the guy in the back, Varane, who, who, who I think support. Then I've got two decent full-backs, an informed goalie. Got a lot of good pieces. Now, if my worry is that, Rob, and I've got to make a big call, what, yeah. what, what, what are you saying? Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust him, Rob. I, I, would have, I, would have, I would have flipped and done everything that I could, and they might do in the future, to get Declan Rice. I would prefer Pogba in an area of the field that's a little less crucial defensively. And that for Elegant and Solskjaer has been on the left-hand side. Mm. He's drifted in and been really, really good. If that means he's got to compete with Jaden Sancho, Rob, in that position, maybe. I do like the idea of a different system for them, you know, with a 4-3-3 Pogba. I feel it's best in the number eights, you know, in, in, yeah, a, in, a, yeah. in a triangle. Three, uh, yeah. Yeah. But then it's a bit different for Bruno Fernandes, who's great as mm. a number 10, brilliant as a number 10. So I get why the system's being continued. And of course, there's a ton of games and there'll be a load of rotations. I just, I would, I like poor Pogba with freedom, Rob. And, 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 and the poor Pogba I want playing in the middle of the park, yeah, he can't be quite so free because I'd need him to do a job in terms of protection and sniffing out danger and making, you know, because I think that's what's needed in this team. Uh, but 
It's, I just think it's fascinating, Robbie. Now, we'll monitor it. We'll talk yeah, about it. Um, we will, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll keep an eye. I mean, he's always, I, I remember speaking to him um, and last year, and, and it was, you know, we had this conversation. I said, Whatever we, whenever Manchester United comes up, Paul Pogba becomes a centre of the conversation. Mm-hmm. I mean, because he's so good and people get so, so frustrated with him. Um, yeah. He just said he's something I have to live with and, and, and we move on. So, yeah, we'll, we'll keep an eye over the course mm. of the season. Obviously, Ronaldo coming in. We'll see how that affects some of the, you know, the bigger players. You know, the, interesting for, you know, the likes of Jesse Lingard, Rob, and, and Anthony Martial. How much football are they going to see this year? I mean, yeah. you wondered whether they, you know, they would go out in the window or, or not. It's a big squad. Plenty of rotation, mm. plenty of competitions. Uh, we'll see how well it goes. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Some of the games this week, just before we wrap things up, some, some really interesting games after we come back from the international break. We start off early 7 a.m. Eastern time on NBCSN, which is, I just think, a little cracker we're starting off with. Crystal Palace, these <laughs> Spurs. Yeah. So we've got Patrick's pa- uh, Palace yeah. and Nuno Spurs. And Spurs started particularly well. Palace picking up their first point with a 2-2 draw against West Ham last time out. Um... What are we thinking about? What are we thinking about Tottenham I, I, winning I'm, the I'm, league? <laughs> I'm liking Tottenham, mate. I know it's early, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, things, things you say now and you feel strongly about now, it, it, of course, could come back and, and bite us all on the backside. Mm. But the team is changing. The team is evolving. It's different. Given the transfer window, Christian Romero, like highly respected central defender, yeah. Emerson Royal, a a a, a, a Really good, strong defensive player that's got qualities going forward. You could see a five at the back. Tanganga could come in, Robbie Earl, and make a three, mm. three-man three defensive unit with Dyer, uh, with Christian Romero. Which is Nuno's style, isn't it? Which is Nuno's yeah, style with Regan, mm. Sergio Regalon. That's good going forward. Um, you know, we talked about Emerson at right back. Oliver Skip is new to this season. Deli Ali is new to this season. Different players. Hoiberg, we know it's going to get. And now Harry Kane is staying at the football club. You know, you've got some pace there. And, and if it means that Spurs are going to be more counter-attacky than they've been in the past, 
I don't mind it. Nobody minds a, t- a team that's got a plan and executes it really well. With Hyomin Son, uh, with Bergwijn, Son's an injury doubt, by the way. Um, with Bergwijn yeah. and with Lucas Sk- and with Kane. I mean, yeah, that, Sk- that's a Delhi from midfield. There's there's a interesting-looking, powerful Spurs, counter-attacking predominantly team with a defensive improvement given this transfer window. I, I think it's quietly you know, going quite well there. Yeah, considering what was going on in the summer, nobody wanted the job. There was sort of yeah. Kane going and, and, and all kinds of disruption. Good start for Nuno. Nuno's done a great job. And, and what I'm hearing, one or two friends back in, in England are telling me, he's really united that, that training ground, mate. He's got people happy again. He's got his arm around people. He's talking to people. Very different from Jose Mourinho and the way that Mourinho went about his business. And, you know, listen, this is a guy who came into the Premier League and, and got Wolves. Two seven finishes, uh, playing this kind of football with, with probably lesser quality players. So, yeah, uh, totally agree. Love what he's doing there. Uh, like to see Harry Kane get his head down now, start scoring a few goals in the, in the Premier League and um, getting Spurs, you know, keeping Spurs in there. Listen, we talked about four teams. Listen, they're not going to win the title, but it'd be nice to see them stay in there and, and jostle around for, for, for a little bit. Yeah, if one of the top four... Mm. Everybody thinks it's going to finish in the top four. Have a bad time. Totally possible. Mm. Absolutely mm. possible. And Spurs, Spurs will have a shout. They'll have a shout yeah. if they continue on this pattern. And, and back to Nuno real quick. He's got something about him, Rob, that's likeable. He's yeah. very likeable. Yeah. Yeah. We met him when he first got mm. the Wolves promoted. And I, it's one of the meetings. We've had a ton of meetings with managers and players over, the, over this eight-year period of, of NBC covering the Premier League. That meeting with Nuno was like, wow. Was yeah. he... Yeah. He was one determined, focused, impressive mm. guy in that preseason interview we had. And I think, yeah. you know, even the start he's had, the reaction, the fans from him, Rob, and the players' mm. reaction, and the, you know, wow, they got that great start. It's good. They've got a bit of ball going here. If they can keep yeah. it going, he's added to the team sensibly. For whatever reason, you know, we've talked about it a lot, Rob. Harry Keane is, is there. And yeah. with the professional that he is, he's going to be fired up. I just think they're mm. an interesting team to watch. And a lot of people yeah. are poo-pooing it. Oh, they ain't got the quality, whatever. Okay, that's fair enough. I'm just, I just kind of like what I'm seeing, given the pieces, given Delhi, given Skip, given the new signings defensively. Yeah, could be Got interesting. A few injuries this weekend could be up to yes. six key players. I mean, obviously some from from travel problems, quarantine, injuries, yeah. quarantine, and, and son, and obviously Skip picked up a knock in the under twenty one. So, but I tell you the one thing I guarantee you when Nuno comes out and does his press conference. No excuses, mate. He doesn't allow it. Just didn't yeah. have him at Wolves when you're playing all those games in Europa and that. Won't allow him with Spurs as well. So, yeah, good one to look forward to. And obviously, yeah. keep an eye on, on, on Patrick at Palace. Yeah. Big game, my friend, at the Emirates. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> Arsenal, 10 o'clock kickoff uh, on Peacock, Arsenal, Norwich. Um, Arsenal, Norwich, I think four games into a, a, a Premier League would not get the headlines that this one is getting, my friend. Must must win football day for, for, for Mikel Arteta. Anything but, Rob. And, and I, I, honestly, I, I, I'm not sure what's going to happen, but social media is going to blow up. Well, I, I listened to another one made me laugh on the radio yesterday. A relegation six-pointer, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what kind of this one is. Um, you are right. This is it. I mean, I, I'm not, you know, I've been a bit more supportive of of. The mm. philosophy—it's pretty obvious what they've the road they've gone down with trying to develop younger players and build a team for the future. Uh, I listened to Mikel Arteta yesterday saying that I get that's our philosophy, but I get the mm. importance of now, and he's got to get how important this game is. There's some yeah. games, Rob, that can be defining. Really, they've had a very very tough start through their own 
poor performances plus the fixture schedule and their injuries, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. This, um, I'm not sure I like the phrase must win, but it's it's mm. super important that Arsenal play yeah. well and do point. what's expected and do what's yeah. expected. Yeah, it's it's expected. Points, to yeah. You're at home against yeah. newly promoted Norwich, one of the weaker teams in the league, who've, you know, let you play and let you play and, and, and not seen as, you know, a Brentford, I think we saw the atmosphere, we saw the style of play, we saw a bit of physicality that, that upset mm. them. Norwich aren't going to bring that. If Norwich outplay you at the Emirates and, and, and get a result, then, yeah, we, we, we're starting, you know, you're going, to Burn, you're going to Burnley the week after and then you go to Tottenham, you go to Tottenham in the North London derby. That, that's not good. And, and I know there's been talk during this window of Antonio Conte and whether they were trying to make contact with him. I think somebody would be getting on the phone if that one did. So, yeah, important game for Arsenal. Leicester Man City's got a nice flavour about it. Always interesting in this game. Leicester beat Man City, was it last season? Was it 4-5-4 four, four or something like that? Um, Vardy got a couple of goals, didn't he? Remember the Jamie Vardy? Yeah. Scored yeah. against Man- Manchester City. Uh, and it's a City team has talked about the goalkeeping situation. So Edison could be banned. Zach Steffen's got COVID. So it could be Scott Carson having to be in goal, depending on what comes out of these FIFA conversations. Um, so not an easy one for City. Certainly never easy going to, to, to Leicester at the KP. Um, Brendan Rodgers and, and his team. But a uh, good chance for, for Manchester City and, and to see where they are. Leicester's not quite been the start. Maybe they would have liked a few uh, injuries and a few bad defensive errors of cost them in games. Mm. Yeah, I think um, I think Man City were still kind of watching them, Robin. Of course, we're mm. all cognizant of last season when they didn't start yeah. well, and we all started to worry about you know the players and stuff. Did they was the message getting a little old? Obviously, they rebounded superbly well. But yeah. I also I do I I do put this in that category of they've already lost one game, Rob Man City. And yeah. if, if it's not a great performance and, and Leicester totally capable, of you said, of they beat him last year, of winning this game, you know, does City really fancy the, the tough road back? Maybe they'll do it again that they did last year. Mm. So I think even though it's really early, I just think sometimes you can get a bit of a sense of what, what the squad fe- feeling like and, and, and how they might look for the rest of the season. This is a little bit of an indicator, early one, but an indicator for Man City. And they could, if they go out there and, and blow City, uh, Leicester City away with their football, yeah. then like, wow, they're still at it. They've still got tremendous mm. quality, you know, and some people have them favourites to win the title and, and maybe rightly so. But I just think it's an well, interesting game, Rob. This, this, I, this, this weekend's full of them. Yeah, I just think that it, with City, the continual story is going to be the false nine, where they're not getting a centre yeah. forward hurt them or you know Pep's going to be able to find a way as he did last season yeah. so yeah. Um, yeah challenge for, for Pep and City at Leicester uh, Saturday then we, we got Chelsea Villa uh, again interesting watch Chelsea always a good watch 12.30 p.m. Eastern time on big NBC yeah. uh, get another look at Chelsea Rob impressive uh, coming over 1-1 draw against Liverpool at Anfield down to 10 men just before half time, I think we, we we both talked about we were on a conference call this morning. That the organisation, the discipline, the different ways of playing, the Lukaku missing piece, the groups together. Uh, Thomas Tuchel looks a serious dude, um, you know, and and they. I can see why many people uh, fancy them. The one thing, one of the things that I took away that he said before the Liverpool game, I've heard him say about after the Liverpool game is his, this team are prepared to suffer, Rob. 
They don't. Yeah. They're prepared to to to, to go deep. Oh, and we've seen it. Come we've out, seen it. Come out the mm. other side. We've not seen that of all the other top four teams yet. We're yet to see when and if they suffer, how they react. I think Chelsea have already shown us that they're they're prepared to go as as far as it takes to to try and win it this time. You know my phrase, and Robin, and my favourite word is just durability. Mm. This this Chelsea team. They showed the durability in the Liverpool game, as you said. They were so they had to suffer a little bit with the work they had to do to secure that point. Mm. Um, I've seen them play expansive and create and score goals and win games. Uh, I've seen them play counter-attacking. We know that Lukaku gives them a whole different uh, range of ways to hurt their opponents, which is going to be crucial going forward. And also, just on a bigger picture with Chelsea, Rob, it's something like, if you think about it, you think about momentum and just spirit. I mean, you think about from the day he took over, like there's there was a sense of excitement. Of course, the league form went from average to really, really great. Mm. They go on this incredible run in the Champions League final and win it against most people's prediction. Mm. Now they go into the summer window. They bring in a massive Simon Lukaku. They bring in Saul as well. It's like they are they're on the crest of a of a wave, like Liverpool were, Rob, a few seasons ago, where they they didn't quite win the title, but they were like they got really close, and then they won the Champions League, and it's like building to a crescendo. Mm. It, it, it's all pointing in in the desire of drive, of of it's their time. Chelsea to win the Premier League. That's why I went for them to win the Premier League. And I think that's that feeling is quite strong. And I think when when you're in a situation where you feel something, and I'm sure we've had it in our different little levels of the game, yeah. when you win something, when you feel something special is happening, it's real. And it just gives that extra bit of momentum for the players, the, just a belief and the energy that they'll put into a game to get it done. I just feel Chelsea are, are right in a nice spot in terms of the squad, in terms of the cover, in terms of youth and experience and, and a manager that's fired up and rolls his sleeves up and drives the team forward. Um, yeah, like, like what they're doing so far. Only three games in, of course, and there's going to be you know, some, some peaks and troughs through the way. But yeah, uh, yeah they started, as, as, I, as most people have thought, pretty strong. Yeah, absolutely. And just get the sense that it feels like, to me, they're in good hands. They're, they're in the hands of somebody who's yeah, got in a good spot. Total control of everything. And then Sunday, mate, we've we got one more big one. Uh, it'll be a full Ellen Road as Leeds take on Liverpool. Uh, again, we, 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 we saw Liverpool trying to break down a, a 10 man man, uh, Chelsea, not able to do it. The Leeds team, who've not quite hit re- real form, but Dan James coming in is a huge boost. Talk about him possibly starting in this game. It's going to be interesting where he fits him in with Rafinha one side and um, Jack Harrison the other side. I'm not sure. Yeah. Know, he's a wide man, Dan James. That's where he gets his position. Whether someone like Jack Harrison could come inside, Rob, and play as one of those middle ten like he's played. Uh, he also might play Dan Rubinho. James in there, Rob. He might, he might play Dan yeah. James in like a Rodrigo yeah, position. Central, or Rodrigo, that central driver for, yeah. for midfield. But, um, yeah, looking forward to this one because we haven't quite seen the, the best of Leeds. They've not kicked into gear yet. Um, and and I, I think that's that's not far off coming against a, a Liverpool team that have found their way, you know, so far. Uh, two good wins, two wins and, and a, a draw against Chelsea. We're looking to, you know, I think hit home the, the point that they're, they're part of the race this time. Yeah, they are. They are. They, they believe that. It is up to Jurgen Klopp to, to kind of, insist on the highest standards, Rob, because that's what made them great a few years ago. Um, you know, last season, through different reasons, it wasn't quite there. And the big question is, we've probably spoke on every chat about Liverpool, is just whether they've got the stomach to go again, really, and to be perfect. So far, they've had a really good start. Um, yeah, couldn't find a way through through Chelsea's 10 men, but 
important players back defensively. Harvey Elliott being a bonus in midfield that looks very mm. different to the midfield players they've got, which I think is important to have something different in that role. I know Mo Salah's negotiating a new contract right now, Rob, that's going to be really important. Like To tie him up and get him happy is really important for Liverpool because there's going to be a ton of clubs that will be interested if he doesn't sign a new contract mm. and his contract starts to lessen in terms of its length. So, you know, I think Firmino... With this this uh, FIFA five day thing, there's doubts on Allison, Fabinho, and yeah. Fabinho. Uh, yeah. Harvey Elliott was an injury doubt. Uh, Minamino is out as well, so that's just your injury news going into it. But Leeds away, we've got full um, pitch pitch side representation for Arlo yeah, and Graham yeah. are going to be on site. Um, yeah. This is uh, Sunday, isn't it? Eleven thirty, yeah, Eastern yeah. time. So uh, our fans and viewers yet, and listeners to this podcast, Rob, maybe haven't seen it, Ellen Road when it's when it's busy mm. and it's and it's flying yeah. and the passion and the fans there, it's pretty sp- a special yeah. place. You know, we've played there tons of times. I had mm. a, a, one of my worst ever days there actually in, in getting relegated at Leeds back in 1997. Uh, but wow, it's some place, yeah. some club, some bunch of fans. So that's going to be, should be a great atmosphere. Alan Road can, can in some respects, mirror what Anfield does for Liverpool, Alan Road yeah. does for Leeds. It, it, it does not galvanise that team. And you, we'll, you'll see another speed, you'll see another level of play out, out of these Leeds players. So, as you say, really mm. looking forward to that one. And we've got to our build-up ahead of the game from 9.30 Eastern Time on NBCSN. So, um, that wraps it up for this week, my friends. There was, I think, two massive returns in world football over the last week. There was a return from birthday celebrations, a trip to UK from Robbie Musto, and there was a turn for the other guy, Cristiano Ronaldo. I don't know if you've heard of me. He returns to Manchester United. <laughs> He's going to be wearing the famous number seven jersey, possibly even this Saturday at home to Newcastle. Look out for our next podcast. That's on Sunday, September the 12th, when we'll look back on all those games from match week four and Ronnie's return. We'll talk about Chelsea, we'll talk about Spurs, we'll look at Manchester City, how they go on at Leicester. And that Leeds game against Liverpool at a full Ellen Road should be an absolutely good watch. But for now, I'm Earl. He's mostly together with the two Robbies. Thanks for watching and listening. Be safe, be healthy. It's a good night from me. And it's good night from him. Good night. Good night. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.